Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we use intersectional feminism, mindfulness, leadership, and strategy to support smart women to change the world without anxiety, insecurity, and burnout. On the show, we challenge the status quo and support you to unlearn harmful messages that keep you playing small so you can activate your superpowers and live with joy, confidence, and ease. I'm your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, hello, well women. Welcome back to the show. If you are inundated this week with all things about love and self-love and loving other people and on and on, I want this show to be a little bit of a break from that. Um, it is, it, we're going to stay with the topic of love, but we're going to come at it from a different angle. And uh, in typical well woman life fashion, we're going to break it down a little bit differently. You may be holding on to an old story or a false narrative about being unlovable or not being lovable. And this may be you know, passed down through generations. It may be facilitated by capitalism and patriarchy. There are lots of reasons that, you know, for why we hold these old stories and false narratives. Usually the more sort of marginalized identities we have, the the more we might be holding these stories. However, with any kind of identity that you have that may have been sidelined or marginalized, you may be holding these. So wherever you are, in your story about being unlovable, I want this to be an invitation to you to a deeper awareness of how that story shows up in your life and how you might reframe it. And just to know that this old story often has a companion or two that come along for the ride. And the way these companions show up is in the form of invisibility, not enoughness, like I'm not enough, and also feeling alone or in isolation. So if any of those ring true for you, then uh, hopefully this episode will be a window into just a more expansive awareness around this. How the unlovable narrative might show up in your life. It shows up in several different ways. So it can show up as the experience of chronic sense of being lost, off track or off purpose. It can feel like failing to thrive in life. It can look like a lack of structures to share your gifts with the world. And it can look like patterns of self-neglect. And also... It can look like being incredibly loving toward others that's often not reciprocated. So that's sort of how this old story shows up in our lives, right? And again, this happens because of a lot of things. It's it's a complex kind of system of making sure that those of us who traditionally haven't held power and haven't been in dominant um, identities, making sure that we stay in lack of power, stay in self-neglect, stay in unworthiness, stay in being unlovable. And so the whole game is like having us hunt and search and find that, you know, in all of these ways that that we do in our lives, right? So so we're sort of putting a pause on that and saying, okay, let's reset that and, and kind of really look at this and see how this is really showing up in our lives. And, you know, maybe not all of these resonate with you. Maybe one or two of them do, maybe all of them do. And wherever you are with it, just sit with it and uh, 
And take some time to be really kind to yourself throughout this process because it can be difficult. Take a breath to uh, ask yourself, what what do you need to feel supported to do this kind of inquiry and, and to raise this awareness with yourself? Just to kind of go on that thread of like how this um, unlovable narrative might show up in your life. And again, just to call out the the obvious, th- this tends to show up even more when there's a lot of media and social pressure to be in uh, in a loving relationship, in, you know, giving gifts, receiving. Um, there's all these messages about all this, all this stuff, right? So that puts us into in it puts us a, a little bit into that kind of old story even more. There's also in in all of these old stories, there's also how it affects what's the effect on others, right? So there's how it shows up in your life. And I just went over that. And then there's sort of how, um, what's the effect on others. And, you know, some of these things can be that others neglect and forget about you. Others don't make time for you. Others feel overwhelmed and drained by the by the neediness they sense in you they mirror back to you your own lack of self-love right so this is how it can show up in others and so we develop beliefs about others based on this and so those beliefs are like others don't care about me other other people get the love they want and need but not me and this from here we can even develop like very deep beliefs about life and so the other thing is that there are ways of being that generate evidence to validate that, right? So like you may wait for others to invite you rather than generate your own participation. Okay, that's another, that's like a way, a way of being based on our belief that actually generates the evidence that validates what we're talking about. Another one is not asking for what you need and desire and not even really knowing what that is and hoping instead that others will just figure it out. We also may stay with people who are failing to meet our needs and in situations that don't nurture and support us. We also might organize our lives around mere survival rather than flourishing and thriving, right? So these are all ways of being based on those beliefs and those old stories. So what are the, what are the gifts? Let's, let's switch this up a little bit and let's talk about what are the gifts in some of this, uh, the false identity. And this is related to sort of the deeper truth about who you are is that you probably have a deep and profound capacity to love. You're kind and maybe even tender-hearted. You're deeply trustworthy and loyal. You have the ability to be really helpful and supportive of others. And so sometimes those those gifts get lost in the story of the old the, the old false narrative of of I'm not lovable. So I just want to bring that into awareness here and really sit with that and ask yourself, like, what is the deeper truth? What is the deeper truth about your false narrative? And uh, I encourage you to take a moment to just write down any thoughts that come up, especially if you can just write kind of free write and not overthink it too much. Um, Sometimes our brain stops us and starts trying to reason with us. And then that becomes challenging. So if you can just take this in and then just write what comes up for you. And, and I would love for you to take this process and actually do the final step, which is 
write down what is the deeper truth for you about this false narrative. And it may be, you know, various things like, and and so we're kind of turning this around, right? Based on, on the gifts that we have in this identity, turning this around into deeper, deeper truth statements. And I'd love for you to come up with your own, but there are a few that I'll share just as examples. One is I'm here to love and be loved. And I have the power to create loving and caring relationships in my life. Another is life supports me to fully actualize my gifts in the world. I'm a loving and powerful presence on the planet. So do you see how those deeper truths are more supportive than these false narratives that we've been given or handed down? So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me or find me on Instagram at wellwomanlife and uh, email is info at wellwomanlife.com. If this is resonating with you and you want to work further with this, we do we do this work in the Well Woman Academy and that's wellwomanlife.com slash academy. I'd love to see you over there. And for this week, for those of you that this is a challenging week, I want to leave you with with some books that you can go to. It's our Well Woman, Well Woman Self Love and Community Love book list. And I added community love because uh, self-love is really important and also connecting with community and offering love and support in our community is also really important. So the books I want to share with you are All About Love by Bell Hooks, Fierce Self-Compassion with Kristen Neff by Kristen Neff. And she's actually been on the show. We can link to the episode with her. And the the third book I want to share is The Body is Not an Apology by Sonia Renee Taylor. So if you want to dive deeper into all of this and really surround yourself with nurturing messages, I would encourage you to check those out and uh, be in touch on email and Instagram. And I will see you next week. I want to tell you about a cool new product from Well Woman Life, which is the 2023 Planner. Now, this has been in the works for a long time, and we've been using it in the Well Woman Academy, but now for the first time, it's available for purchase from the wider community. You can go to wellwomanlife.com slash planner to find out more about that. Uh, But just to say, it's really cool because it's a daily look at Uh, how to use the Well Woman Life tools to apply them in your life every day. So it includes how to prioritize, how to reconnect with your purpose, um, and how to re-energize and how to really find what nourishes you on a daily basis. So check it out, wellwomanlife.com slash planner. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week. So be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.